Hey parents, Trusty Narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey parents, are you looking for ways to take care of your own mental health while caring for those around you? If so, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week on How to Be a Better Human, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways that you can improve your life. This show has everything from an episode with Dr. Becky about how to repair relationships when you've made a mistake to how to set boundaries both with your kids and your parents and even a deep dive on why it's okay for your house to be messy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. And more great episodes come out every Monday. Find out how to be a better human wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Smarty Pants, you like jelly beans? I heard some yeses and some noes. But here's the thing. When you think of jelly beans, what flavor are you thinking of? After all, jelly beans come in many flavors. Go ahead, shout some out. Nice. And then there's gourmet jelly beans, like the ones made by Jelly Belly, that you can experiment with. Have you ever done that? If you eat two blueberry ones and a popcorn one at the same time, it tastes just like a blueberry muffin. Meet my friend Candice. She's an expert on flavors. Did you know there are people whose job it is to test flavors before they're added to foods? Yep, that's what I do. Of course, it's not always fun. Sometimes I spend all day tasting different protein shakes. Blah. I'd rather taste jelly beans. Did you know two cotton candy jelly beans and two lemon jelly beans make pink lemonade? Amazing. But tell me, how are flavors made? Ta-da! <laughs> Uh, too much smoke from my magical entrance. I think I used too much smoke. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> More importantly, who are you? I'm Flavio the Fantastic, enchanter of the edible, sorcerer of the succulent, charmer of the chewable. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, I'm a flavor magician. I change ordinary things into tasty delights with magic. Just like those magic beans. You mean these... Jelly beans? Yes! Taste what happens when I plant them in this soil. Hey, I was eating those. Actually, you don't need magic to make flavors. The flavors found in jelly beans and other treats are the product of science. Science and magic. No, just science. Uh, even gross jelly bean flavors? Like vomit? Ugh. You betcha. Impossible! How can science do that? Good question, Flavio. So what gives foods their flavor? How do scientists create different flavors, including gross ones? And how can you make one food taste like another? It's time for a tasty whiff of science on... Who smarted? Who smarted? smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted. 
Hey, Smarty Pants. I'm here with my friend Candace, a flavor expert and... Flavio the Fantastic, Conjurer of Confections, Wizard of... Yes, we get it. For my first act, I will turn this plant into a hamburger. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry again about the smoke. But look, instead of a plant, there now sits a juicy burger. Ta-da! That's not magic. You distracted us with the smoke while you swapped the plant for a pre-made burger. Nonsense. It was magic. I can see the plant behind you. That's a different plant. Regardless, you don't need magic to turn plants into burgers. Scientists can do that using the smallest substances on Earth. Chemicals. Chemicals? (laughs) You won't catch me putting nasty chemicals into my body. Too late for that, Flavio. Yeah, Smarty Pants, can you name something you put into your body that has chemicals? Go ahead, shout out your answers. Guess what? Every answer is correct. Huh? That's because everything is made of chemicals. Ha! Now you're trying to trick me! Not at all. While some chemicals can be dangerous, other chemicals are necessary for life. Take water, for example. Now you may have heard of water referred to as H2O. Smarty Pants, do you know what the H stands for? How about the O? If you said hydrogen and oxygen, you're right. The chemical combination of hydrogen and oxygen makes water. And as you know, oxygen is not just in water. It's in both natural and synthetic things, such as air, rocks, wood, and plastic. And it's the same with flavors. Some of the safe chemicals that make food taste a certain way can be found in other things. The chemical molecule heme helps meat taste like, well, meat. There's a lot of it in the meat of animals, but it can also be found in plants. By taking the heme molecule from plants, scientists are able to make things like the Impossible Burger, which has no meat, but tastes like a burger. Nah, I ain't buying it. This plant don't taste like burger. That's because you're still going to need to mix it with other chemicals to get the full burger flavor. That's where people called flavorists come in. It's our job to taste foods and determine if a combination of flavors is just right. It's like what we were doing earlier with the jelly beans. By mixing and matching the right amount of flavors, you get combinations that taste like other things. Like how one popcorn and two blueberry jelly beans taste like a muffin. Whoa. Once a flavorist feels a certain combination of chemicals is correct, the recipe is written up and the flavor ends up in your mouth. Without even the tiniest hint of magic. Oh yeah? How come some candy flavors don't taste like the real thing? I mean, grape bubblegum doesn't taste like grapes. Hmm. Hey, Smarty Pants, have you noticed that too? Why do you think some candy and gum flavors taste different than the foods they're supposed to taste like? Is it because A... The flavors are impossible to copy. B, the fake flavors are cheaper to make. Or C, the flavors were made many years ago and everyone just got used to them. While A and B sound possible, the answer is actually C. (gasps) People have been making artificial flavors since the 1800s. Back then, scientists didn't have the technology and knowledge to figure out every part of a fruit's flavor. So they'd mix and match chemicals to come up with something fruity. 
This included chemicals called synthetic esters. Ah. And while some of these esters tasted like fruit, they didn't come from fruits. In fact, some were leftover materials from alcohol or coal. Whoa. The scientists advertised these flavor mixes as fruits, such as grapes, cherries, or bananas. And that's how candies back then got their flavors. Ah. Over time, people became used to them. Yum. Flavor technology has improved greatly, but the old flavors remain simply because people expect fruit-flavored candies to taste that way. Speaking of fruit-flavored candies, what happened to our jelly beans? I planted them in the dirt and ta-da! They've been magically transformed into dirt-flavored beans. (coughs) That's not how you make dirt-flavored jelly beans. Scientists can make all kind of weird, gross flavors like earwax, dirty socks, and vomit without magic. But how? And more importantly, does the vomit-flavored ones contain actual vomit? Please say no, please say no, please say no. Well, the truth is... Coming up, right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at IXL, you don't have to go it alone. IXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. IXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used IXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com slash smarted. Visit IXL.com slash smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, 
you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, delicious gourmet meals. From calorie-smart to protein-plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who's Smarted? So, my flavorous friend Candace was about to spill the beans on how scientists create fun, wacky, and sometimes gross flavors. While I, Flavio the Great, explain how magic is used to make one meat taste like another. Listen as I make this turkey sound like a pig. Hey, that's actually not bad. Very impressive. Thank you. Thank you very much. There's just one problem. That oinking isn't coming from the turkey. It's coming from Flavio's smartphone. That's just a coincidence. It happens to be my ringtone. Mm-hmm. Look, flavorists have also performed this trick. Because turkeys are birds, you'd think they'd taste like chicken. But flavorists found that turkey meat has qualities that are juicy, fatty, sweet, and savory, similar to the meat of a pig, otherwise known as pork. Since turkey has less fat and fewer calories, it's often used as a substitute for pork flavor in foods such as bacon, sausage, and hot dogs. Of course, turkey is most popular at Thanksgiving. Can you name another Thanksgiving flavor that's become a favorite, appearing in pies, lattes, and even ice cream? Do you know, Smarty Pants? Is it A, squash, B, pumpkin, or C, turducken? Well, it's not turducken. And surprisingly, it's not pumpkin. Huh? Most pumpkin pies, pumpkin spice lattes, and pumpkin ice creams are made with pumpkin puree, which is usually made with A, squash. What? That's due to another component of taste, texture. A pumpkin pie made from big orange pumpkins would end up stringy and watery. Not to mention, real pumpkin pie can taste rather bland. Ugh. So, about a century ago, a food maker named Libby's developed a type of butternut squash with a better texture and flavor and used it for their pumpkin puree, which is now the top-selling pumpkin filling. They call their squash Dickinson Pumpkin, so you can say it's still pumpkin pie or pumpkin ice cream, even though it's not made with pumpkins. But the texture isn't the only factor impacting flavor. That's right. Your sense of smell has a tremendous impact on taste. It's how you pick up all the details of a flavor. Try squeezing your nose while eating something, and you'll see what I mean. You're right. The flavor magically disappeared. Nope, not magically. To make better flavors, food scientists used the smell of foods. They've developed a device called a gas 
chromatograph, which takes a food's odor and separates its chemical components. Amazing! Scientists use that information to determine the exact chemicals to make a certain taste. They often get the odor by heating up whatever it is they're trying to extract the smell of. Think of how you can practically taste chocolate chip cookies when you smell them baking in the oven. Cookies! Nom, 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 nom! Well, the scientists at Jelly Belly did that. With dirty socks. <gasps> Me prefer cookie. I prefer cookies, too. But I am curious. To make a dirty sock flavor for their trick jelly beans, a Jelly Belly scientist put the socks he was wearing in a sealed plastic bag for two weeks. Then scientists took the socks, heated them up, and used the gas chromatograph to break whatever chemicals made up that awful odor. At first, the flavor was way too strong, so their flavorists tweaked it to make it more manageable, but still gross. Ugh. And that's what ended up in the jelly bean. Jelly Belly has had a lot of success using odors to make their most delicious and most disgusting flavors. Don't tell me they cooked somebody's vomit? Nope. The vomit flavor was discovered by mistake. What? Jelly Belly scientists had tried to create a pizza flavor, but the cheese taste was pretty nauseating. They put that flavor aside, but when the company started making gross flavors, somebody remembered it. Flavorists pulled out the failed pizza recipe, tweaked it a bit, and ta-da! They had a jelly bean that tastes unmistakably like vomit. Oof, I think I'll stick to fruit-flavored ones even if they don't taste like the fruit. Good idea. Well, my work here is done. Farewell, flavor friends. Time to disappear. <coughs> I overdid the smoke again, didn't I? <coughs> yes. And, and wait, I, I hear your voice, but I don't see you. How'd you do that? You know the answer. Magic. A super shout out to Evan in Hayward, California. We hear you love listening to your favorite Who Smarted episodes over and over. So do I. Keep smarting with us, Evan. This episode, Flavors, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Jenna Hoban, Brandon Bayless, Adam Tex Davis, and yours truly, Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Jellybean Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez. Lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production. <laughs>